We are in Virginia for the first time to record some stories. We have traveled east to Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we've heard promises of central graduates that have stayed in the promised land after leaving Kidron. Yeah, it seems like a few of them scattered on over here. Yeah. And they just kind of loitered. Yeah. And then stayed. And that's how we find ourselves here. We yeah. kind of just meandered over here and we're not now loitering and we're considering staying. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful here. <laughs> this is awesome. Chris yeah. Rutt, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Shenandoah Valley. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Great to have you guys here. Today we are talking with Chris Rutt. Is that short for Christopher? Short for short for Christopher, okay. either or. Okay. And you have a younger brother, Brandon Rutt, who's been on the podcast on the episode, The Golf Boys. Yep. So yep. it is wonderful to sit down with you though today. Yeah, glad to do it. Because we have a lot to discuss. You're a good buddy to Andy Yost. Yep. Who we've heard had said some things that you want to address. But, that is correct. But this isn't Andy's episode. <laughs> so we're sure not going to start there, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. but we He's do. got enough credit. Yeah, all oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of credit, plenty of dingers, home run balls. <laughs> now it's Chris yeah. Rutt's time. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The guy that should have been the lead singer. It's time for Chris yeah, Rutt. The, oh. The, you know, he should have been. He, he's got the breaking Benjamin frontman look, if you if you know your I do. I look. do. The tall, yeah. The, yeah. the dark. You the could have pulled that off as a frontman as Maybe a not the on, the, on the bass. Yeah. 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 You could have done them both. You know, it's funny. I actually... I actually did do lead singer for one song when we first started. Um, it was uh, it was interesting. I um, I actually sang it was a uh, Tom Petty song, "Free oh, Fallen." Oh, yes. Yeah. I did the uh, I did the singing, and Andy I think played two notes on a guitar that was supposed to be a bass. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, we, we quickly realized that that just wasn't going to work, but I did have my yeah. five minutes of fame. So right. That's cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough song to sing though. It is. She's a Quite good the range. girl. Yep. Low and her mama. Is that the one? Yeah. 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 yeah it starts out low and then it ends super high. It's yep. like the star spangled banner. That's right. We should find a new melody for the star spangled. It's like the <laughs> hardest song to sing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there. The range is crazy. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. what about what about your range? You what? know, I, I uh, in at Central, I really dabbled. I was really <clears throat> mostly a bass uh, bass singer, but I did baritone as well. I could I could fake tenor sometimes, but quite frankly, I just wasn't that talented <laughs> in, in singing. Uh, I got to give it to to the tenors. They uh, they definitely there's some skill to to yeah. hold that. Um, but bass and bass and baritone was my jam. So yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I think I told this in another episode, but I'll say it again. I don't know if you recall this in freshman, sophomore corral, you stood right behind me as a bass. Mm -hmm. So I was directly in front of you and, uh, I would never know the notes of the song. So I just <laughs> carry on from what you were singing, which you were always spot on those notes. Mm -hmm. So oh, I, I just follow right in and Barb, uh, Barbara Gray, our mm -hmm. teacher, uh, she never knew the difference that I was just. That's right. Yeah, that's sliding right. Sliding off your success <laughs> behind me. It was yeah. perfect. Where'd you get that uh, audio confidence? That would be from my mom. My mom was a my mom's a big big singer, and yeah. so I think it I think it came through. Definitely didn't get it from my dad. We'll tell you that much. Okay. Um, so uh, so definitely got it through there. But yeah, definitely enjoyed singing growing up. I remember we would practice sometimes 
during school, after school, and before school, the before school ones were great because oh you could hit goodness. those low notes. You were oh, yeah. you were oh, waking yeah. up. It was yeah. seven a.m. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It just felt right. That's the only way yeah. I could keep up with Nick Meyer is when the concert <laughs> choir practice was in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that's awesome. Yep. What about uh, you know Michael Rogers told us about some funny times with co- concert choir because you're singing some funny l- lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know when I was in it, we were singing about demons like "Damn on Pony" from like it, I, it was Latin. I can't even remember remember it. Right. There are some funny lines. Did you guys were you guys able to keep it together? And you're a varsity singer here, so I know that's a different mm. tier. That's, yeah, that that's is next Jeremy. level. That right is there. next level. Yep. It, uh, it Central definitely says so. It yeah. absolutely absolutely is. Yep. I've been to some Christmas programs. I know that you can belt it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Run me through the varsity singer environment, the culture. I think you, were you doing something else before you went into varsity singers? Did you tell us? You know, that this was probably the, um, the biggest, uh, uh, turning point in my high school career. Uh, I actually was a big basketball player as well. And so played basketball all the way from seventh grade, eighth grade, uh, freshman year, got to, um, sit a little JV while I was a freshman and then, um, JV and <clears throat> varsity my junior year. Well, uh, did, uh, did varsity, did varsity my junior year and started, uh, started, started practices. Uh, it was just Sheldon Steiner and I, as the two, uh, juniors on the varsity team, the, the seniors were stacked. There was, there was eight of them, yeah. eight or nine of them. Yeah. And so it really, when I first started, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even make varsity this year. Um, did, which was, which was certainly exciting, uh, started up the practices, um, at that time too, definitely knew that there was an interest in, in getting into varsity singers. Um, and you know, as a young guy, uh, you want to do it all. Right. And so, um, just with friends, with school, everything, probably a little more emphasis on some than the others, but, um, (laughs) decided to actually, uh, I guess I should, I guess I should back up. So I actually, um, for pictures for the sports teams, uh, took a picture, was part of the, the yearbook says I was on the varsity team the whole right. year, my junior yeah, year yeah. of basketball. Yep, it's in history. It's in history, so yep. can't take it back, right? Yep. Photo proves it. That's right. Yep. Probably about a week later, a week later, I made the decision that, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do singing over basketball. <laughs> <laughs> which oh. that's a that's a big deal yeah. you know it's it's it was something that, that i had to wrestle with definitely i had always been a pretty good athlete when it came to basketball at least i'll never forget going into henry bune's classroom i don't know if you remember it it was mm-hmm. right off the gym pretty much taught bible class right on the corner there yep mm-hmm. walked in there shaking like like you wouldn't believe i have mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. tell Henry Bune, uh, that I'm going to be quitting. Oh, right. right. <laughs> this was, had any yeah. games started quite yet or is this all, but you were doing a bunch of practice. Games yep. had not Everything started had, yet. You're all set. The lineup was set. Exactly. Games yep. had not started yet. I did feel, felt like I owed it to him to bow out pretty early. Right. I will tell you the anxiety has never been so high going into Henry's office. We actually had somewhat of a a nickname uh, that we used to, to call him not oh. um, Stoneface was the that was a John Moore nickname Stone that oh. sounds like a John Moore <laughs> nickname yeah yeah all nicknames come from John or Carver right that's right yeah that's right yeah. we just reuse them that's right so was going to talk to uh, Henry uh, aka Stoneface and I just I was I was scared to death walked in there uh, shaking a little bit sat down and told him 
that I was going to be quitting basketball to focus on singing. And to his form, straight face, 30 seconds, looked at me, got really awkward, and then walked me through a bit of why I should reconsider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to, so it was like silent for 30 seconds, just stared you down. It really was. <laughs> right. Not right. in a threatening way, yeah, but just, in a no. I'm going to dominate you way. Yeah. And so yeah. it had its effect on me. So I sat there and started to started to reel a little bit. Well, I, you, you know, <laughs> no, just, no. Yeah, I, I know knowing what I know now, I would have, would have gone in confident and just said, screw it. Uh, but I, I reeled a bit. However, he could tell that I had made up my mind. He was just being a bit intimidating. So at the end he did wish me well. And, um, certainly, certainly been very thankful for that. I mm -hmm. will say too, just, he is part of, part of my family too. So I see him at, uh, Christmas gatherings Good. and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. uh, so it definitely no, uh, no love lost there. Right. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, I would say that my interactions with Henry echo the same thing because mm -hmm. I'm a quitter myself. I mm -hmm. quit basketball and mm -hmm. I remember walking into his, his, his room and my conversation, there was the JV coach there. And then his son, Eric was sitting there and I just honestly explained why I didn't want to be on the, in the program anymore. <laughs> uh, and I had a very similar, like, okay, well, are you sure of all this? And to Henry's credit, my senior year, he came up to me and he goes, Luke, you made the right decision. You got involved in other stuff. You did it the right way. And from there then, I've had great convos with Henry at wedding receptions, different times that I yep. see him out. Yep. And that's kind of what we're doing here is just continuing to talk. Right. To say like, yeah, we sometimes you've got to pivot. In basketball, you have to pivot. <laughs> but sometimes you got to. <laughs> right. And this took you over to Varsity Singer. And I got to tell you, after I told Henry, I went and told, uh, went and told Tim Shue. And I got to, I, I can't prove this. I don't have a photograph. I don't have a video. I don't have my iPhone to pull out that during those days. But I will tell you, I could tell <laughs> there was a part of him that was smirking inside. <laughs> I could just tell. He went up to the chalkboard and put a mark up. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Got another one. Yep. Reeled another one in. Yep. <laughs> the one thing I've I've always tried to to live by is, you know, if you have the confidence with your voice, just even if it might be wrong, just do it confidently. And it's more often right than wrong when you're confident um, to a point. And so, you know, trying out, I was actually scared. I was I was scared big time um, for, you know, reasons that you guys have talked about before. You have to go and sight read music where right. there's no piano, there's no, you know, there's nothing. It's, mm -hmm. you're doing the whole do, re, mi, and right. um, it's you know, American Idol first round. Oh, yeah, absolutely. William, you the, William Hung 101. <laughs> yeah. right. Are you in the PAC doing this or somewhere in the music wing? So was in, was up on the stage in the, in the PAC, um, in the, in the corner. And, you know, I had practiced, I think, here's a weird thing though you you kind of know what the at least what the one piece is going to be so you can practice it a ton and if you do it well enough i gotta tell you guys i probably failed that whole do re mi because you know piece and, and and again i just knew i wasn't naturally gifted in terms of music to be able to go in and read some you know sight read some piece of music doing the do re re ra you know the whole piece so i i uh you know i was like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna rest on working hard in terms of just learning that pe- learning that piece of music and sing it confidently, so that when I go screw up the other part, they'll balance each other out, maybe. Yeah. Right. And so they they fortunately did, um, and so you know there there it went. So right. it was certainly certainly a, an enjoyable time. But you're you're right. I mean, it's interesting just to hear how people talked about it and just what the, the emphasis was put on. It's like, Drew's. right. Right. <laughs> now, you know, I think Chris is downplaying his attraction to varsity singers because I think we should run through his friends that were there on oh, varsity yeah. singers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's quite a few because I do think that Andy and Mark were on that. They, they were so Andy his senior year Mark and and I think you know as Andy said it, it was very purposeful uh, for that um, Mark definitely um, Byron Barlow definitely John Moore I believe so as well um, and yeah I mean it was it was definitely a it was definitely a big deal um, and you know not only a big deal just for the music but for for kind of the the notoriety of you know being a junior being able to to be on there and, and right. to do it and and whatnot um you know again naturally i wouldn't say that my voice is one that could go sing a solo and people would enjoy it uh, sure. i'm i'm very much a um very much someone when i'm singing i, I i'm kind of better as a, a part of a whole essentially yeah. so yeah. yeah um but definitely you know enjoyed it got to know a lot of um of the seniors that i may have not really gotten the opportunity to know well so yeah obviously the the sports world versus singing uh definitely uh, very much in the um, at the central in the central realm, both really carry a lot of weight. At the end of the day, yeah. I, I think sports probably edges it a bit, but singing's right up there. So, mm-hmm. uh, just to to have that to have that um, that shift, he was I could tell he was excited. So. Right, right, and that says a lot to you, Chris, to be able to choose what you're going to do. You know, you're a guy that has been engaged with people. I talk to folks, and and it's like. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, home on the on the range song. There mm-hmm. is no discouraging <laughs> word about Chris Rudd. Like, everybody likes Chris Rudd. Yeah, and and you know you've had a chance to be involved in different things that I think maybe set you up in high school to then pick and choose. Like no, I I do have enough pipes to to go sing with Tim, or you know I can shoot, so I can right. go play basketball. Right. And I think that is a a really cool piece about who you are. Mm-hmm. That you were, because you were doing a lot of different things, you got to pick and choose. Right. 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 Or no. I, mean, I don't know Abs- you that well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, it was, it was such a blessing. I, I always consider myself jack of all trades, master of none when it comes to a lot of these things. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it, it worked out, worked out really well. Uh, certainly enjoyed my time singing, enjoyed the, the sports, the camaraderie, but just a great experience that, you know, even today, uh, singing and whatnot, you really see how it influenced you over the years. So certainly appreciate that. I, I remember it's funny that, that you say all that. I, I was very big on being an ear to students that were struggling back at, at Central. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think it may have been eighth grade. I won what they call the Jonathan Award. Oh, uh, a good friend to David. That's right. No way. That's right. Whoa, a confidant. It. Yes. Um, just, I, I think it probably quite frankly came from just, you know, just really saw all the angles that I think a lot of people didn't always see in eighth grade, ninth grade. And so I was always willing to, to give my ear or give my opinion. And so hence we got the Jonathan award. Right. So, right. Yeah. So thankful for that. You really remind me of another buddy I've got, mm-hmm. Matt Hignite. Mm. You have a very similar demeanor, mm-hmm. the two of you, you know, and and the both of you are just guys that kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. and people open up to those guys. Right. 
Do you find people opening up to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's really knowing when to talk and when to not. And um, at the at the end of the day, it's really having the foresight to know what questions to ask to get them to open up. Um, and so uh, definitely had a lot of those experiences at Central. I was very, very thankful for that. Definitely made a lot of close friends, um, male and female, both. I think it, 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 it crossed sure. the aisles. You don't, you don't discriminate. <laughs> that's sure. right. No, that's right. No, yeah. So it, uh, it definitely, definitely worked out, definitely worked out well. And, um, you know, something that uh, definitely I've always tried to do moving forward. So, right. Yeah. But, but Jeremy, Chris had a, uh, he had a wild card. He, he had a leg up. He had the right bower. He is oh. a middle school OG. <laughs> yeah. He's been there since yes. seventh. That's right. One of the great experience of high school was to be able with my good buddy, Jeremy Kane and the Blooster outfit. Mm. One of my favorite things in high school was to be able to just almost influence the crowd. Right. You know, when, when you're out at that, at that basketball game, volleyball game, to be able to get the crowd on their feet and right. to be chanting what you're shouting. Now that's a special thing. And when you got your best friend doing pull-ups <laughs> on the on the bar in the gym, pumping them out, doing whatever he needs to do, that creates a special environment. Yes, it sure does. Now, Chris, you're a guy that strikes me as being comfortable in your own skin, which tells me that you might want to put on someone else's skin. <laughs> Did you ever get a chance to play Blooster? You know, I believe it or not, I did. It uh, it was quite the experience. It definitely wasn't for a game. It wasn't for uh, a, a real life event. You know, I'm not even quite sure how it came about. I know um, it was for a pep rally. And I don't know if maybe the person who was going to do it was sick or um, just the the thought came across. Hey, Chris, you, you want to play Blooster? You look you know tall enough to be able to, um, to, to wear the suit and whatnot. Well, unfortunately... I put the puppy on. I decided to, well, not the puppy, the bear. I just, <laughs> kind of looks like it. It kind of does. I'm not it sure looks we, like all things. I don't know. I know, right? It, it could be 23 different animals. Yeah, it really could. You just, you've got the, got it all covered. I decided to, to do it. And believe it or not, um, contrary to what you might say, Luke, I, I actually was a little, um, putting it on, I believe it or not, I was actually a little self-conscious. Um, yeah. Just because I think, well, I put the thing on. And at that stage, I was probably 6'1", 6'2", and I'm not sure that that suit was designed for someone. <laughs> so as a matter of fact, I know that it wasn't. tall. Right. right, yes. So I put the thing on and I looked down and you could see probably a good three to four inches of my legs at the bottom. So, you know, didn't didn't really, you know, didn't really fit all that well. Do you think people knew it was you or like ahead of time? Like, oh, yeah, that's Chris right in there. They everyone did. Everyone was always like, who is that? They first? did, unfortunately. It yeah. was such a last minute thing that I think a lot of people in the hallway saw me trying to put it on yeah, okay. the stage. And, oh. Yeah. So that's probably why I was a bit self-conscious. A bit, if, yeah. if, if, if I was the true, you know, mascot where no one knows who you are i would have done probably acted a fool but and, and see that's not fair to you because we've discussed that blooster only works with a handler right i'm sorry it's yep. just the way that's that's it's the, hard to that's say that's the best way i can probably say know. right yeah and you should have had someone blocking other errant eyes looking behind the stage you should you should have had a, a partner blocking those people giving you 100%. a safe space to change 100 percent. and the sad thing is is i had three handlers but they didn't exactly uh they didn't. Uh, they didn't exactly handle it, it, in the way you would hope. It, no, they didn't right. manage a, a single thing. They sure. They sure didn't manage a single thing. So I guess one was Andy Yost. Yep. Oh, of course, okay. Of course. It's a good guess. No. <laughs> if you say Mark Risser, I'm walking out. 
Because I know he would have handled it. He, you know, honestly, you know, he would have. See, Mark, Mark was, Mark was a, Mark, you know, obviously one of my close, one of my close friends in, in high school. Mark had a tough spot. Mark always had to toe the party line at times, but yet kind of privately figure out where he could um, be a little, little crazy, obviously with his parents teaching uh, there. So believe it or not, I, I do believe uh, Mark may have came in at the tail end, not maybe literally right um and uh and came in but it was it, i like it i like that it was andy yost it was john moore and, and matt carhan um i they, they did help me get dressed oh, we yeah. put the head on um and as we were coming down i don't know if you you remember those steps where you come down and if you take a quick left you could go down to the men's locker room or you could yeah. go straight out to the gym yes well, there's a metal railing right there. And unfortunately, all the guys thought it, it just would be a great idea to um to 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 do unmentionable things to me as the booster. <laughs> I've never been bent over a railing so hard. Right. Right. Oh yeah. And uh <laughs> uh, no, we, we we were laughing because we've experienced it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what happens. Yeah. That bear's has seen a lot. That yeah. bear, and that's why he looks that way. Yeah, right. right. It's like I, a, I contemplated carrying like mace or something to keep Emic away from <laughs> from our blister. You know, it was like just uncle bunking everywhere. Like, right, get, get out, get out of here. Scat, right, scatter. Right, yeah, right. And I can't remember which which of the girls it was, but obviously, if you would go to the far left, then you're you're out where all the lockers are. And so, um, a few girls walked in and saw what was happening, and and as we as we talked, I think they're quite mortified. But you know, but, uh, um, so and and I don't know how, but that story made its way to my parents, and you know, my parents oh, no. actually thought it was they they, they thought oh, it was hilarious. Okay. So, awesome. I'm like it. Right. All right, so yeah, I've um, seen that on Super Troopers. There's a scene about that, but yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So just defiled right. in lots of different ways, and you know, but uh, well, once again, we're only doing things that we were shown first. That's right. So <laughs> you know, yeah, blame the teacher, not That's the right. student. Right? That's right. That's why uh -huh. we're doing this podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> No, but I think that is fantastic. It's uh, crazy that you were yeah. a one-hit wonder called in to substitute. Is that correct? That is that is as accurate as can be. One-hit yeah. wonder. You know, I'm not sure if it's because people knew who I was or because of the the the, the terror that had happened. Um, you know, coming down the steps to me, but uh, it, it was a rough it was a rough pep rally. <laughs> Blooster was not Blooster was not um, inspiring. Blooster was not uh, really getting the crowd all worked up. Blooster was kind of. In the corner, kind He's of cowering a, a bit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. It, it is. It is so hard. And that I think for us, Blooster only grew into what he became for our year, mm -hmm. only because we said, "Hold on, this isn't as easy as it looks." Right. What should we change for next time? Mm -hmm. And that sounds crazy talking about mascots and things. Right. But yeah, that's what we were discussing. Of like, we're going out in front of these students. Like, it's got to be funny, and you don't just walk out and be funny. Right. You know, it's like Andy Kaufman learned it from somewhere. Like he practiced mm -hmm. that. Like these folks that we think are hilarious, they don't just wake up being hilarious. <laughs> and Jeremy and I were like, yeah. oh, we might need to choreograph some stuff. Right, right. And so you're just stuck there doing the same thing, like just putting your fist in the air up and down, up and down, because <laughs> you don't know what to do. And like, if nobody's into it too, then that's real tough. Right. And half the moves are sexual, so you can't do those. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Whole new respect for the mascot profession. Yeah. I, yeah. I really, I really do. Right. So. I love that. I'm glad that you've come to see that as the two of us have. Like, we will not throw a single beer. No. We will not heckle. 
when right. we're at sport events, yep. when it comes to the mascots, cheerleaders or anything, you know, like if they ask for our number, we will give those cheerleaders our numbers. <laughs> and that's because we know what it takes that's to right. be the mascot. We know what it takes to be the cheerleader. That's right. It's not easy. Is that's it, right. And when you learn it at a young age, it just sticks. It so, does. you know, I, it does. I, I couldn't agree more. Probably something I'll pass off to my children. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about cheerleaders, I think there was a mini term that you could have used a cheerleader. Because Andy shared some stories about GOBA, mm. which then Michael Rogers came in and said GOBA wasn't the bicycling. Yeah, he was. He said it wasn't the bicycling mini term. He said he was on the, the bicycling the mini term. The bicycling mini term, oh. which made it sound like GOBA was weak. Because his teacher. Weak sauce. Right. Because GOBA was like a different organization. Yeah. And you just entered that race. That's but Andy not, was that, making it sound like this was pretty. He did. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Andy told this story about a sunburn knocking you out. Yeah. So this is where, this is where, again, you know, Andy, Andy's a great guy. His, his memory's a little fuzzy on some of these parts though. So we have to, we have to, we have to write a wrong here. Okay. Um, absolutely. Um, you know, so as, as we're going on this, as we're going on this bike, right, we do, we're doing about 50, 50 miles a day. I think there's one day you could do a hundred if you wanted to, but 50 to, to 75 miles. And this is, you know, this is West of uh, Wayne County. So we start to get some undulation. We start to get some, um, some, uh, um, just some, some pretty good size Hills. And so while we were on it, um, just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a fair skinned guy. I've never tanned well. Sure, sure. We thought it'd be a great idea to take our shirts off, you know, get some, get some sun for the, you yeah. know, look good for the ladies. Why yeah, not the cars honking? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, um, so spent the entire day biking without a shirt on and, and obviously I'm a taller guy. So I had to lean down a bit to, to get to the, the handlebars. Well, yeah, you know, you go, you do that all day and not smart. Put no on, sunscreen, right? Put on no sunscreen yeah, whatsoever. So barebacking yeah, it out bare, there in the wild. Well, I like it. Well, <laughs> what Andy failed to, failed to mention, this wasn't just your run of the mill uh, sunburn where, you know, someone should just kind of bite their bottom lip and give it the, you know, give it their best go the next right. day. That night in the tent that I, that we had all kind of worked to, to pitch and, and get rolling, I'm laying there, stomach down on my stomach down on my sleeping bag, just in pain, and kind of a kind of a you know this was a this was a bro moment, not a weird moment, but sure. it was Matt, Matt and Andy, I think agreed to put aloe on my back because they oh. actually genuinely felt bad for me. Matt Carhan, Matt Carhan, um, put put aloe on my back, and again, you know, it is you know as a high school guy, I'm like it's kind of weird, but you know, no, go, no, go I've, for it. I've had Mike Ignite put. Icy hat on all kinds of different places. Okay. For me. Yeah. Okay. No, so I'm, I'm all in on good that. company here. Yeah. yeah. You need things applied. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. as they were doing it, this is the part that just, you know, kind of mysteriously got left out. As they were doing it, it sizzled to a point where it actually, as they were applying it, made a small sizzling sound of the, the, the aloe going on the skin. I'd probably be embellishing a little bit if I said no. it was like all this smoke was like rising and stuff off my <laughs> no, back. But no, it's wrong for Andy to diminish it. Agreed. Yeah, that's yeah. the abuse here. Agreed. Right. And so, you know, with that, with that, uh, just with the sizzling and just all those pieces, it definitely oh, felt great my. on there. But you know as well as I do, a sunburn, um, the only time it, it hurts worse than when you initially get it is the second day. The I mean, day. the second yeah, day right. you're just, and just could barely move and whatnot. So... 
Um, so I, uh, I was, uh, I was buddies with, uh, Bill Helmuth's wife in the, in the car and I, I played a good role there too. I think we had some, some, uh, mechanical troubles and whatnot. So are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were in the moment like doing, yeah, yeah. doing what you needed to do. That's right. Again, Andy forgot. That's right. Surprise, surprise. I know, you know, so I, I think it's interesting with sunburns. People talk about aloe vera as if it's like some silver bullet and it's mm-hmm. like, not like you put it on, but like nothing like in three hours, it's still right. going to hurt. Like, Right. They're like, oh, you need some aloe as if it's going to solve anything. Right. So yeah. I, I can mm-hmm. kind of hear you here. That yeah. You weren't LeBron James getting 24 hour treatment on that high ankle That's, sprain. Like you, you were just on yeah. Goba with this a really bad sunburn. Absolutely. Two dudes putting on some lotion. That's, that's right. That's right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how it should be. Yeah. You know, the question is, should my Goba adventure have an asterisk mark afterwards? You know, I mean maybe no but, no you know but, why because you came on and you addressed it there we go you henry buned it yes and now that's it's right. all good that's right <laughs> right that's right i love that yeah you you have addressed it but if you run from it oh yeah we'll label you that for sure oh yeah, yeah. it's it's not it's not complete so yeah yeah i was very fortunate because landon weaver was the only one in my class who beat me in getting his driver's license. So, you know, my birthday was June 1st. So, you know, if you look at it, really, you're getting your driver's license. You still have a couple of days of school left you yeah. know, before the, before summer where you've got your license. Nobody else does. Wow. And so, you know, they all are kind of following suit. As a freshman, suit. right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. As a <laughs> freshman. Another thing he has in common with Matt Hignite. Matt Hignite was our freshman driver. Was he? Okay. Yes. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah so continue, I was, yeah, so I was the freshman, freshman driver, you know, the, the guy who was showing up to showing up to parties where parents were dropping their kids off. Whereas I was showing up with my 1989 Ford probe. Oh, um, yes. which what color was, was it? It was maroon. Oh, um, which my grandpa actually helped me paint. Um, my freshman year. We, it was, I don't know if we got it out of a junkyard or where we found it, but it it was pretty pretty rough. And yeah. so, um, all the guys, oh, cool. all the guys at Central was told me that they were going to write anal in front of the probe and <laughs> with a sharpie. It never happened, thankfully. But right. the it was threatened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. As yeah. it should be threatened. As it should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can be said about that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I sure could. Yeah. And you know, you're a guy that you've you've always had your composure. But I bring up the driving because that's sometimes a place where you feel invincible as a young guy driving. Mm -hmm. It's a place that maybe you feel incognito. No one knows who you are. Um, Kind of like the football player with the the football helmet on. You Mm -hmm. you can't exactly see the likeness underneath there. And we've told the story of heading home on old 30 and you, mm-hmm. I've seen what car were you in was that a VW of some sort that's no? still yeah we, we we rotated between a few different few different cars that may have been a red VW or I might have even been in my my Mazda protege at that point okay um, okay but yeah it, it was it was one of someone one of that those. could turn pretty quick yes yes yeah a little yeah. snappy yes, yes. It, it had the handling <laughs> on it absolutely <laughs> And that's why I had to tell that story a few, well, many episodes ago, because it was just so out of Chris Rutt's nature to be flying up mm-hmm. old 30 and just, I don't know, jousting with this dump truck driver. I mean, it was, it was just crazy what was going on. I, I, jousting is, is dumbing it down. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys were doing the tango. 
dodging, weaving, changing lanes. Oh, he wow. was trying to block you the oh, whole yeah. way. It oh, was yeah. this intense. I, I, it got it got really intense. You know, I was thinking back. I was thinking back to that time, and obviously, it was it was quite a while ago. But as I was, I, I don't know why, but whenever I think about these experiences. And if I'm in a car or if I'm wherever I'm in, I'm always thinking, what song was I listening to? Music was such a big thing for us. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you guys remember 107.9. It was an alternative radio station for a while. Oh, yes. Just I listen to that very often. Absolutely. <laughs> phenomenal. And, you know, I, 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 um, you know, I also had a little classic rock uh, stage there as well, too. But, you know, I, I do believe while I was driving, I remember Brandon and I, my, my brother, we were listening. I think we were listening to Eve Six. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was. Swallow my pride. I would choke on the rounds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty. That's inside. right. The the monotone, you know. <laughs> Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out. Find nothing but faith in nothing. Yeah. I want to put my hand there hot in a blender. Oh, yeah. Watch it turn around to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous when I'm through with. With you oh yeah that's what was played is that, I, is that eve six that know. is eve six is really? that is absolutely eve six <laughs> and it wasn't you know one could say oh, i would have been so fitting to have it be like the open road song or something like that but yeah. it was it was probably that song so you guys were pumped up oh yeah we were we brandon and i that's something we still still share to this day we love we love music and and just um so you know when you get in the car driving and you have the right music Oh, you could drive really, forever. Oh, you could drive forever. At the same time, too, if someone comes in your space and is gonna, oh, you know, kind of yeah. play with you, tempers the the blood pressure went up. I'm not gonna lie. Can't have the, it. No, nope. the, the blood pressure just, you know, and 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 you know, I I consider myself a fairly nice guy for the most part, and so you know, I think you hit the nail on the head, Luke. You know, when you're in a car uh, driving. You know, unbeknownst to me, I, I, I guess I guess I should have thought about the fact that there's probably, you know, a few central cars going home as well on Route 30. <laughs> you don't care, though, at that point. Right. And so um, so I was not going to I I was not going to lose. And yep. so yep. Um, just had it in my mind that, you know, I wasn't. And then, you know, when I when he, you know, we, we've told the story, but eventually when he, you know, did. uh did it was able to stay in front of me you better believe i whipped it around and gave him the good old long bird and <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely felt right but just the adrenaline from that yeah. i just oh yeah oh, what a great cathartic feeling. cathartic yeah, yeah you had to let it 100 yeah 100 percent. and let me um, see the mitts on you let me see what why don't you yeah. let me see the yeah. oh, do you mind nice flipping us off yeah let yeah. me see what this looks yeah. like oh, oh, yeah. they're still as long as i remember yeah. oh my yeah. goodness yeah, yeah. oh nice absolutely slender yep and that's a good middle finger i'm pretty sure you know nice and bold yeah, if we were in the if we were in the if we were in the probe or whatever, you know the um the it had a little sky roof to it, so we had it pulled back, and so you could just go straight up with it, or then if you needed to go out or whatnot, but turned yes. right on Apple Creek Road and went went our oh, merry way. Then I'm so glad you said that because now that you mention the sunroof, I think I might have mistold the story. Huh? I think the hand went out the roof. Uh, right yeah i think i I said you went out the window i i'm pretty sure i went straight up i think you went straight up (laughs) absolutely yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and it just Uh, you know it it just works it it works what can i say now your brother your brother brandon's a cool cat Mm -hmm. you know and i would feel comfortable getting into some crazy spots with him Mm mm-hmm let me guess that like none of that was discussed at home around the dinner table. Like that was cool. Like that was brother stuff. Like we, we handled this. It doesn't need to be discussed ever again. Absolutely. Cause I'm, I'm confident in saying that if I would have been in the passenger seat, he would have been driving. I'm pretty sure the same thing may have happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I think we both definitely, 
um, definitely uh, share some of that, uh, yeah. some of that, uh, some of that rage uh, when driving. But uh, if your brother is willing to fake being high during a golf high school match, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he's fine flipping off a. I would a agree. This is a child's play to you know doing that. So. <laughs> We're talking about driving, and I know for me, when I turned 16, I was at the BMV taking my test, signing my paper. Like I had, oh, yeah. I had yeah. it down to. Mm-hmm. I got my permit six months to the day. Yep. Like I knew when to do what. Right. So that makes me wonder, what did your sixteenth birthday look like? Yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a, it was definitely a, a good party to remember. And it, as I'm actually getting ready to tell now, all these new pieces are coming to me. But this was when we had just kind of started with, because um, again, remember this was this was my freshman, this was my freshman year, right? So we had just end of freshman year. So we had. Um, we had just started toying around with Borderline, uh, the band. And so we thought, hey, for 16th birthday, what a great idea to play the two songs that we know. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's so cool, man. Like, you know, that's awesome. And so um, you played your own that. party. We, you know, we yeah. were going to play our own party. So we, we got my parents to pull this big trailer up and we were going to make a stage out of it and everything. We snaked the speakers from my parents' house that we were going to play through. Yeah, like it was awesome. We make just going to jam out. We were going to jam out. Well, you know, unfortunately, um, we practiced about the week before and um, unfortunately, uh, just trying to plug everything into those speakers with the limited equipment that Matt Carhan had. Matt Carhan was definitely our our equipment guy. Um, you know, he had his drums. We had a guitar tuned down to be a bass. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, you weren't even playing a bass like what we have over here. We didn't True. even have. We didn't even have a bass to I start. I didn't even know that was possible wow. that you could do that with a guitar. You, yeah, turn tune it down wow. like a drop D and and just kind of play the top two chords, right, or the no top way. two strings. Yeah, no it was idea. very makeshift until okay. you know, I I eventually we eventually um, you know invested in a a bass off of uh, eBay that would work. 35% of the time yeah. and, uh, and yeah. whatnot. So <laughs> we've got these grand plans that we're just gonna, we are going to just wow our friends and the, and you know, at the end of the day, it's usually for the girls, right? I mean, that's, that's right. really oh, what it boils down it to. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. guys are cool, but it's right. for the, it's for right. the girls. That's why we have bridges and private jets for the girls. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Right. And so, you know, we, we decide that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do this. And, uh, we start practicing. We overloaded the we overloaded with the small um, kind of board that Matt had. We overload the speakers. Ended up blowing my parents' personal speakers oh, no. <laughs> that they use inside. <laughs> and then you remember those things back, like the Kenwoods, and they were tall, like they oh, were yeah. nice. Yeah, they sounded nice. Oh no! But um, what, what, what you have to do when you're setting this stuff up back in the day is do calculations, though, because mm-hmm. there's like ohms and watts Mega and volts mm-hmm. and voltage. Yeah. yeah, you have to figure out your amp ohms and yep. if your speakers line. Up. so this is a big deal he's talking this about is, makes this sense is big... why it got blown then yeah, yeah. totally got blown and so, come on come, <laughs> come on, on this is on. come this on watch. well you know we we were trying to fix it and andy yeah. you know love him but the dude's got the attention span of I, I don't know what so you know i have mario kart inside and he's sitting there just bored because we're trying to get this fixed and finally, he disappears, and we're just like, "That's such a lead singer!" Oh my goodness, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, <what laughs> so, yeah. you know, we all parted ways that day, just a bit depressed. But you know, it ended up it ended up working out okay because we, you know, we thought, "Hey, 
um, what we're going to do, because I had a pair of backup speakers upstairs and I was like, you know what, we're just going to play some good, we're going to play, you know, get my amp out there. We're just going to play some good, you know, um, music that, you know, we can maybe dance to, or we can just enjoy ourselves with. Yeah. And so, um, my 16th birthday was a, a luau. My mom helped me, helped me plan it. Um, we lived in an old farmhouse. And so, um, my mom made all the like kebabs and all that oh, stuff nice. to invite oh. all my friends over. It was, it was oh, great. Wow. Were there coconut bras? You know, there should have been, um, we, we missed that guys wearing those sometimes. I know. It's a joke. I know. Definitely. We, we should have done that. We definitely had the lays when you come in and pretty basic. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but I, I remember the controversy that I created with that party and really set it off. And I think students in our class, like I remember Brianne Winger, um, she had a 16th birthday party a little bit further in the summer. She was a she was a little bit older as well, too. Here's the thing. So um, we kept it pretty clean with dancing. So it was mostly towards the end of the night and it was mostly soft stuff. Right. So like, yeah. you know, your, your proverbial Dave Matthews band and, and all those other songs. And so anyway as parents were coming to pick their kids up, um, we were all slow dancing in the front yard. Phenomenal night. Like I, right. I had like, you, you know, if you're slow dancing with a girl as a freshman, like oh, that's, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Night yeah. to remember. A June oh. 1st freshman. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good night. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, probably names that go unmentioned, but there were a couple parents as they were pulling in, picking, picking the kids up. They saw some of that slow dancing. The ones that you would maybe naturally think would have a problem with it loved it. And yeah. the ones that you think would be cool with it had a problem. Isn't it funny how that works? It is. Interesting. It is. Yeah. And so anyway, um, you know, not a lot happened that night, but there was definitely some concern that, um, you know, voiced its way to, I don't know if it ever made it school level, but my parents definitely heard it. And I, I heard it just some concern that, you know, Hey, should we really be doing this? Or, you know, one parent maybe saw someone a little too close. Yeah, genitals were touching. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, then With they're going to, then them, they're going to run off, have sex, have kids. And yes. Right. Gonna That's hold how it starts. Hands. I know. And leads to everything. It really does. So, you know, I, I think um, looking back on it in a weird way, I was proud of it, though, because we're going to push the envelope a little bit in, right. in our in, you right. know, in the ways that we can. And um, I did ruin it, though, I think for, um, you know, some of the parties after like Brianne Wenger, I know that there was some discussion of, you know, maybe we shouldn't have dance. And I think they oh. may have towards the end. OK. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely something that, uh, you know, it's a freshman. Now we're just yeah. like, eh. but yeah, did your class have uh, dances, unsanctioned dances, like different get togethers? I know for us, Kyle Hudson was doing that. He had like yes, three different a, mm-hmm. get togethers in his, his garage. House. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we Some definitely basement dances going on, 100%. streamers and 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of that stuff tended to happen in Andy Yo's basement as well, no. too. They sure did. Did and, Donna know? You know, we usually would pick, um, this maybe was a little bit down the line, but this would usually happen. We were very, you know, we were very good about sniffing out when a parent was going to be gone for a night or a weekend. Yeah, and they got so, that church yeah. conference. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. So Promise we were, keepers. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, Bill. That's why I'd always subscribe to their calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, it, 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 we would definitely have some impromptu stuff. And, you know, I think um, it was, yeah. Fairly, fairly clean. I don't really remember a ton of drinking, at least, you know, through the majority of it. But uh, as we, you know, near the end of high school, that definitely changed. So, but did you ever get caught drinking? You know, I sure did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) By the police, hopefully not. (laughs) No, not not by the police. Um, 
But uh, so Matt Carhan and I, I don't know if if you guys remember Greenbrier Party and Conference Center. Come you, on now. Are right? you kidding me? You have to remember it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Our first we job when there. it was Black Tie Fair. You worked there? Yeah. Dish and, Boys. What? And they would bring back Lucy's and the dishwashers would just like pound whatever wasn't wow. instrumental. Dude, that's my first beer there as a 13-year-old maybe. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. 14. Well, they definitely upgraded the talent then because when I worked there, it was the pay-to-stay people that were washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> So they must, you guys must have really done something wrong. But let's, uh, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. What was going on? Yeah. So we, we, um, Matt got the job at first at the black, um, at uh, Greenbrier Party and Conference Center. And then, um, you know, he said, Hey, it's a, it's a cool job. And, and so I decided to follow suit. I was, I had been working at Smith Dairy on and off during the summers. And so, you know, I was like, let's, let's, let's try this up a little bit and do some hospitality. Right. Right. And, uh, anyway, um, they um so matt and i would work we would try and schedule our shifts so we were usually working together and then we'd finish by like 11 or 12 and so um matt really kind of got pretty chummy with the main banquet manager the main manager there his name was brad and so um he and brad got to a point where you know again we're you know 16 17 years old brad would sneak back into the coolers where they kept all the food and all the drinks it would snake us out a couple cases snake him out like a case or two of beer wow whoa right which is a big deal if you oh. get caught like there's okay brad yeah yeah you're yeah. you know there's all kinds of repercussions from that oh, right yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know, Matt had been doing that a couple times. And so finally I decided, you know what, it's, it's time to take, take the training wheels off. It's time to venture into this pool they call drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'll never forget Matt and I decided after one shift one night, we had Brad hook us up and got us a couple cases of beer. I'll never forget. It was Heineken. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's a little heavy oh yeah that's a good a starter yeah. beer to start on <laughs> yeah. tastes like tastes like piss they've got great tv commercials but not so yeah, much great. drinking beer uh, yeah that's about as far as it goes so we were like what are we gonna do because you know we don't we wanted to be you know we're responsible guys like we don't want to yeah. go sit in a parking lot and then have to you know drive somewhere after drinking so I said, you know what, Matt? I said, my parents, I said, when they go to sleep, they're really out. Like they, you know, what we probably could do is let's go, <laughs> let's go to my place. Um, when you walk in the front door to the right, there's a TV room, you know, to the left is a living room. I said, I think, I think if we go into that little TV room to the right, turn a movie on, I said, we could probably like spend the night there. We could probably hammer some beers. And, you know, me never really drinking for hammer beers. Like I, I'm using the lingo now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, right. invested. Yeah. You Charles are. Schwab. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I say, you know what, let's, let's just go and do that. I said, it'll be fine. It's late enough. We'll make it happen. So we were smart. We're like, we don't need two cases. We're not, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. we bring in one 12 pack of, of Heineken. And anyway, we had, we, we snapped them open, started drinking, we probably made it through, I want to say three quarters of one, which when you're 16 and you know, you haven't eaten anything all night, you feel that. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, you know? oh, yes. Maybe not yes. by today's standard, but you, no. you feel that. 
Yeah. And so, so this is pretty late at night because this is after a shift, right? Yeah, this is yeah. after working some banquets. So we're probably yeah. talking midnight, one o'clock, you know. Yeah. Were you nervous tail. at all? You're scared? Or, I, like you're going to get caught first time? You know, or were just, you just like, yeah. No, I, you know, I think it was just the thrill of putting a bottle to your mouth and Trying know something. that it's alcohol. It's like yeah. something new. Yeah. Yeah. You've been marketed yeah. this you, your whole life. 100%. Honestly. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you finally get a chance to live a Garth Brooks song. Right. <laughs> Long neck bottle. Yeah. 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 You finally get to live it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, I can't say for sure, but I know I was even a little nervous doing it. So I was like, man, like what's going to happen? Um, and so anyway, we, we caught the tail end of SNL, right? Cause I, you know, <laughs> which was just great, you know, yeah, at our age, yeah. SNL oh, yeah. was just such a, such yeah, a great show. It was. Um, so we caught the tail end of that. And, um, all of a sudden as we're sitting there sipping, all of a sudden my, um, my stepdad, Gary pops his head in there and he's like, Hey guys. I, you know Uh-oh. and he didn't even know at that point he was just saying hi because he heard us come in which never happens i mean you know i it, probably like the last like you know uh, you know however many times i come home at night they're dead to the world right yeah so yeah um, they didn't know that matt was coming over matt, matt's parents were pretty cool they you know he probably could have just called him from there or said he's gonna stay um and we did have cell phones at that point so i he probably yeah. called yeah. um and we just we 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 put our oh no put our you jerked our, did you jerk so what i did is and as a matter of fact you know what now that i'm telling the story we were definitely on our second beer because we were hiding the stash <laughs> underneath the couch i took my bottle as he came in and threw it under the couch oh. and all of a sudden clink really loud christopher <laughs> christopher oh no mr smooth <laughs> and you know i and i got a funny funny look funny look from gary's face and goes is like okay and walks upstairs you know the games that your mind's playing at that point you're like are we gonna be okay right is this gonna be am i freaking out or is he freaking out exactly like who's got to make some you know because it may may have meant just as much on him you know like having to having to discipline me and whatnot right was carhan cool with this was he like oh man it's fine gary's cool gary's cool he was carhan is cool i mean (laughs) he's the reason i started spelling cool k-o-o-l right yeah even before the cigarettes and it's funny you guys say that because matt is the one when something like that happens starts walking through all the reasons gonna be okay right right well Two minutes later, all those reasons of how it was going to be okay were not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I hear this and I don't know if it was my mom that that got, you know, got Gary all right up one night. He came in, he's like, you guys drinking beer? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't it smell like a bakery? Exactly. (laughs) Right. Don't you smell the yeast? (laughs) Um and and so just saying well asking where the rest of it was um we were going to talk about this tomorrow um you know pretty cool for the most part not like freaking out like you know like flipping furniture or anything um and but you know damage done right you know so i'm the rest of that night was not a good you know not good sleeping not you know being kind of anxious of like what's going to happen matt you know again you kind of say you know i'll I'll tell my parent you know that he probably thought his parents they let matt stay then he didn't let matt stay correct that's amazing did they call they, uh, his parents they did not wow. so wow. but that. the next morning um the next morning came down had both parents <sighs> had a talk with matt and i and you know what right or right away sales chris is like well mom i said you know it's one of those things that we just wanted to do it in a safe place like you know we 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 wanted to experience it 
you gotta, I said, you can't fault us. I said, we, we made the decision not to drive, drink and drive. Cause we knew that that would be, that, you know, that would not be good. So we wanted to try here. Well, unfortunately that excuse just didn't really seem to resonate well with her as well sure. as I thought it should. Sure. Right. Um, she didn't respect the hustle. She like, did that's not. That's a really good argument. Right. Yeah. yeah. The next question came, how did you get it? Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Brad. Um, you know, and I, I've made amends since, but um, I sure. definitely told my mom that some guy at Walmart just bought it for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I love it. Yep. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you always tell the truth enough years down the road when you know it's not going to really affect you or right. there's what right. are they going to do? Right. right. So exactly. I yeah. did come clean probably at some Christmas. So Carhan <laughs> walked you through. He, he walked you through the repercussions of if we do this, then this will happen. See, that's Matt Carhan. He just knows how to play all the angles so well that yeah. he just walks walks through all of them. And so, you know, he was confident enough, you know, when my parents then said, Matt, we're going to have to call your parents and tell them. And he's like, you know, no, he's like, it's, it's cool. I'll tell them. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. my parents, you know. I think Matt probably would have in a way because they they had that kind of relationship. But, you know, my mom didn't want to have one pulled over on her. So she said, no, we'll call. And so, um, but I got to tell you for, for the act, the, um, you know, I can't even really remember what the punishment was. I'm sure it was something pretty basic of not going anywhere, but it, it, you know, I think I don't remember it being terrible and I definitely didn't stop. So, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. This would have been my senior. I was already over there for. Um, uh, I was already over there for study abroad. Right. I was in Morocco and Spain uh, for about eight weeks. So wow. the way to just you know kind of cap off the trip was a sailboat um, really through the Strait of Gibraltar, hit hit a couple you know hit a bunch of different ports and just really you know it was supposed to be the big kind of bucket list trip before you go and start working for the man. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Sounds like a Johnny Depp trip, really. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just like port to port and checking yep. things out. Yep. Were you sharp on your Spanish? No, I, I'm really <laughs> not, you know, I probably, um, the thing you always have people there that, you know, when you go on those trips, people that are native Spanish speakers, they translate for you. But in Morocco, we had to learn some Arabic. So that was kind of oh, Arabic. Wow. Yeah. There. Yeah. So. Now you have you have made some comments about Andy's storytelling today. Now I, I won't get into what you've said about Andy, <laughs> but I do think that it's important that you tell your story. Right. So let's just give you a chance to start from the beginning. Okay. And and walk us through what happened on yeah. that sailing trip. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, really, my you know, really, I guess my my goal after this is just to show that this could have been any of you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe quite frankly you would have wanted it to be you so those are big shoes to fill i think that's the attraction to it that's right yeah we all know we could have ended up there that's right we all wish we had absolutely absolutely <laughs> so yeah so you know the the trip starts with just kind of a, a good bang i mean you're 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 on a sailboat sailing in the strait of gibraltar just beautiful weather there um now what's really difficult about sailing it's not like obviously when you're on land where you know if it's hot or cold or you know even if there's a little bit of wind you still can feel the sun well when you're sailing you really don't you really don't do a good job of staying hydrated naturally because it feels cool right because you're moving and the wind is keeping you nice and cool regardless of how hot it is and so you know for for us i think um we had spent a day where we were mostly um just 
on the water all day beautiful day dolphins coming up to the boat all that all that stuff just you know real, real bucket list stuff well anyway we finally get into port one evening and we did a pretty good job you know matt was a little funny about us drinking too much on the boat you know and you don't want to do that you don't want to no. you don't want to be yeah. falling over or whatnot because <clears throat> what do they say about drinking on water it's like double when you're on the boat like oh, really? it, yeah when i uh, well yeah you took the test for your uh, <laughs> I did. your boater's license <laughs> yeah, yeah, i had another tab of google open too yeah, well, yeah, yeah i took well, that yeah. test yeah we were <laughs> searching the answers online because it was an online test yeah. but they do tell you that for whatever beer you have on land it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's way worse on water 100 percent. yeah, yeah i think that's when you're in denver too yeah yeah altitude and water that's right so um so you know we we get into we get into one of the ports and and dock and, and do all that and decide that you know hey we'd like to go hit up a hit up a bar um to to hang out and you know they do the whole tapas thing there so it's just you know a lot of small plates and andy was first area where andy was maybe a bit incorrect was <laughs> i was not doing jaeger bombs in spain i'm not i'm not a tool yeah um, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Was not doing Jaeger. This was good old fashioned tequila. <laughs> oh, so okay. that changes the story a little bit, that's right? Different. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. different. Yeah, okay. it really um, does change the story. It sets a different vibe to it. It it, it completely does. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I, when you're when you're in, you know, a lot of other countries do a very good job with portion control when it comes to food compared to un, the United States. So you know, didn't have a lot of food on my stomach, and quite frankly, didn't realize it, but I was dehydrated. You know, I did not do a good job of drinking water during the day just because it didn't wasn't didn't feel hot. You're raising right. that jib all day. Oh and, uh, yeah. yeah, the boom jib. So you know it, it the and I you know I had really never drink, never really drank uh, too much liquor. It had never really been my thing. It was more of just a a Keystone or Natty Light party. Yeah, guy. from the Greenbrier. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, right. So, can every once in a while. That's right. That's right. So you know, obviously tried to try to handle it, but we ended up getting pretty 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 rowdy obviously hannah gingrich was there with us andy and i and i think matt was kind of coming in and out but so we we hit it pretty hard um and you know i think we got to we got to the end of the night and i it was pretty i was pretty i was pretty toasty um you know so you have to walk from the small town back to the back to the boat and quite frankly i didn't you know i i I remembered it like it wasn't it wasn't that you know gone but it definitely was feeling it and quite frankly a little dangerous walking along the walking along the um walking the water the, yeah. yeah people and in cleveland die along the flats night, right yeah, the flats. Yeah. exactly so um but yeah so made it back to the boat and you know i will say for for the most part andy's story um from there was fairly accurate you know i uh <laughs> i i did black out i mean once i finally got back to the boat and i'm yeah. happy, i don't know if i'm happier i'm proud to report this is the only time in my life i've ever blacked out from drinking wow. um in only for- time in a foreign uh, country in a foreign country you are a comp man you know i just yeah. just gonna lay it all out there and so um yeah i mean definitely you know we we each had what they called like the aft cabin which you know i'm not sure what aft cabin means I, I know it's not left or right but it's definitely a part in the boat i think that is like butted up against like the very front or something okay to that to that tune but okay. um yeah you know so Definitely, um, Andy and I each kind of had our own areas, and and yeah, definitely was a messy night. Not, not <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> right. However, you know, I got to tell you, 
you know, there's there's not many things in life I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all regretful about. I, I would say that one still even maybe kind of fits because, you know, at the end of the day, you're doing something that you've never done before in terms of being on the water like that. You're enjoying life. You're taking tequila shots at a, some Spanish bar where no one speaks English. And like, right. you know, I think any one of us here could have got carried away with that. Oh, I would admit to it yeah. for sure. And the great thing about it is that you created this story that we're all talking about now right. 20 years later. Right. And right. so like, had you not done that. Right. hundred percent. So, you know, I think all, when it's all said and done, it, it was definitely, it, you know, it, I think it may have strained some relationships, you know, obviously with Matt and, you know, Hannah, Hannah didn't care. I mean, Hannah's, that's the one thing about Hannah. She's right. so cool. She was yeah. pretty, she pretty did chill. it the night before. Anyway, so she was, <laughs> she was like, you're just following, following suit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely, um, you know, it was definitely a tough, uh, you know, it was definitely a tough, tough road home. Um, and sure. you know, you feel like you're, you feel like you just got your buddy fired from his dream job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely encourage anyone who ever has a dream to do that, you know, just, just watch the tequila and drink lots of water. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's wise words for anything, whether you're Mm -hmm. sailing or, or driving. That's right. Or whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Watch the tequila and drink lots of water. That's right. Chris, this has been so good to hear you tell these stories. Is there anything else left on your heart? Sharing stories and whatnot, certainly, you know, hopefully, you know, some people resonated with it. It's it, there's just something that goes off in your brain sometimes remembering these things that have been, you know, 20 some years. And, um, you know, just to say, you know, when, when the memories start coming back, it's just, it's a very powerful thing. So thanks for, thanks for the opportunity to do this. And I really appreciate it. You got anything else, Jeremy? That was awesome. Chris. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it guys. It's been great. <laughs>